0: This is Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine, and I'm John Wiener. Recently, Andrew Basevich visited the Middle East Conflicts Memorial. It's like the Vietnam Memorial, but for all the Americans who fought and died in all of America's wars in the Middle East. Andrew Bacevich is a professor of history emeritus at Boston University and author of many books, including America's War for the Greater Middle East, A Military History, and most recently, The American Century at Twilight. He writes for The New York Times, The LA Times, Tom Dispatch, and The Nation. Andrew Bacevich, welcome back.
1: Well, thanks very much for having me on.
0: Well, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial and the World War II Memorial are on the National Mall in Washington, D.C., between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. The Korean War Memorial is nearby. Where is the Middle East Conflicts Memorial?
1: It is located in Marseilles, Illinois, spelled the same as Marseille, France, but pronounced differently. Marseilles is a town of about 5,000. Uh, located on the Illinois River. It is it is one of those many, I think, Midwestern towns that, uh, you know, there was prosperity visited once, left, and, and never came back. But that's where the Middle East uh, Conflicts War Memorial is located.
0: And I suppose this is Trump country?
1: Uh, it is. Uh, Marcel's. I don't know how the people of Marseilles specifically voted in the last presidential election, but Marcel's uh, is located in LaSalle County, Illinois, and LaSalle, LaSalle County easily uh, voted for for Trump. But the, the genesis of the uh, of the memorial, I think, is quite interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, it jealous. is the
1: handiwork of the of Illinois bikers, motorcyclists. Uh, some of whom are veterans, some of whom I think, uh, I know, are veterans of the Vietnam War. Uh, but uh, they decided uh, roughly a decade ago that there really ought to be uh, an equivalent of those memorials that you just mentioned. that are located on the Mall in Washington. And they decided the place for that memorial to be was in, was in Marseilles. And, and there it is. And uh, I have to say it's not particularly uh, noticed It's not frequently visited, Uh, to my knowledge. There have been no presidential candidates who've used uh, the the memorial as a backdrop uh, for a a speech. But I have to say that I find it uh, uh, touching uh, and admirable uh, that these citizens uh, have gone to the trouble of raising the money and and creating this thing. The memorial consists of a a series of... uh, of of granite, polished granite uh, panels uh, in which are engraved uh, the names of all of our Middle East wars dead. And I think the point to emphasize here is it's not simply Iraq and Afghanistan since 9-11, but those who died uh, were gunned down by Israelis. Uh, The USS Liberty who, who died in the Beirut bombing. Uh, who died in the failed Iran rescue mission, uh, and so on. In other words, uh, quite a number of conflicts before 9-11 ever came around.
0: I wanted to just talk a little bit more about what the memorial looks like. There are 8,000 names yep. on marble plaques. You say there's, is, there's also some text on the memorial.
1: There's uh, another granite object that, that declares that all of those commemorated uh, died in the cause of freedom and that they will never be uh, forgotten.
0: So what do you think about this idea that they died in the cause of freedom?
1: Well, I I tend not to agree with that. I mean, I think that there's a ritual in our country that somehow requires us to state that those who have died, whether they died in the Civil War or whether they died in Vietnam, died in the cause of freedom. I don't think that those claims stand up to close scrutiny. They do, perhaps in some cases, and they certainly do not with regard to our various and sundry wars and interventions in the Middle East. I I fully endorse the proposition that the men and women who are remembered there died in service to our country, but uh, it doesn't seem to me that uh, freedom, uh, much less democracy, uh, has actually been the impetus for the various and sundry wars we have fought. Why we fought those wars ends up being a fairly complicated and interesting question. One answer is oil. Uh, One answer is Israel. One answer is Saudi Arabia. One answer is administrations get us into a great big complicated fix, and nobody has the courage to say, boy, we screwed up. Let's get the heck out of here. So successive administrations end up compounding uh, mistakes made by earlier uh, administrations, even even while claiming uh, that they are doing things uh, uh, differently. And so, you know, so here we are. Uh, all these decades later, and I say decades because again, the memorial begins well before nine eleven. Here we are, all these decades later, and we're still fighting in Afghanistan. You know, we're still uh, got troops in Syria, in in Iraq. We're still participating in the bombing of Yemen. We're still participating in the disorder uh, in Libya. Nobody has any sense of when this is going to end, and I have to say. It's been a long time since I've heard anybody even try uh, to explain what is the strategic rationale for for what we're doing, for the bombs we're dropping, for the money we're spending, for the people we're killing. It just goes uh, on and on and on. And I think when you go to Marseilles and you look at the memorial, it, it prompts you to you know think about how what, did this happen.
0: How did this happen? And and what do you make of the fact that the Memorial, which raises this question, even if indirectly, is in such an out-of-the-way place. Well,
1: I think in a way that's entirely appropriate, uh, because, uh, I mean, this is a, I'll make a very broad and general statement here, but I, I don't think the American people want to talk about how this all came about. Uh, I'm certain uh, that our members of our political class, for the most part, Don't want to talk about all this came about. Don't want to have a serious conversation about how we are going to extricate ourselves from pointless wars uh, and perhaps take another tack toward toward trying to correct at least some of the damage uh, that we have inflicted on that uh, part of the world. So it's a lot lot easier to, uh, you know, mouth uh, clichés about uh, supporting the troops, to say people died for freedom. And then in, in a sense, to change the subject. And so the, the fact that the uh, big uh, war memorials are in, on the mall in Washington, and this particular war memorial happens to be in Marseilles, Illinois, I think that alone is a very telling fact.
0: The presidential election is now heating up, and you said that you have a proposal for the candidates.
1: It might be a wonderful thing. Uh, if the various candidates to succeed uh, Mr. Trump all went, singly, I don't mean at the same time, but all decided they were going to visit the Middle East Wars Memorial and give a speech you know, talk about those wars and give their own assessment of those wars, explain what they're going to do about those wars. Are they going to win them? Are they going to uh, get out? Uh, you know, are they just going to allow events to continue along? W- were candidates to do that. I think it would be an extraordinarily revealing and uh, educational opportunity enabling us to take stock of them and to help help us decide which of these uh, would-be candidates uh, are worthy of our support.
0: Andrew Bacevich, he wrote about the Middle East Conflicts Memorial for Tom Dispatch and The Nation and the LA Times. It's a memorable piece. Andrew Basevich, thanks for this piece and thanks for talking with us today.